Happy New Year, everyone. January is all about new beginnings and trying new things. So I'm bringing on producers Carlyon Jones and AK Al Moman to put together a list of things you need to try this month in Houston. From fitness adventures to indulgent eats, we're breaking it all down. It's Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. I'm Rahil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Happy New Year, Carly. AK, can you believe it? We are in 2024. I can't believe I didn't say 2023, but look, that's why I'm a pro, right? I can't (laughs) believe it. I got it correctly. But for the next month, everybody's going to be saying 2023. How are y'all? Happy New Year, Carly. Happy New Year. I can't believe it's already 2024. It's like so crazy. It went by so fast. It really did. Happy New Year, AK. Happy New Year. I'm, I'm very excited to be in this new year. I know. So real quickly, what's the cutoff on wishing people a happy new year? Is it like January 4th, 7th? What day are we cutting it off? Mm. First week. Yeah, I was about My to say. My rule is the first week. Yeah, after the first week, it's pretty much, it's over. It's it's done for yeah. me. Okay, yeah. good. First week. I like going the whole month just to mess with people. Like, oh, that's OD. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> January 24th, you're just rolling Happy out. Year. Happy New Year, y'all. I mean, if you haven't seen somebody all year long, that's the time to wish them, right? And you go, Happy yeah. New Year. Yeah, <laughs> That's fair. I think if you're seeing them the first time at the end of January, I think it's a fair deal to be like, hey, all Happy New Year. I hope, I hope it went well. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into our guide for the month, I want to spend some time on what our goals are for the city of Houston. Carly, start us off. What's your goal for 2024 for the city? Okay. For Houston, my goal is that we finally fix this jail system because I am so, so tired of having to do stories on jail deaths. So I'm really hoping that we can fix this problem in the new year. We have a new mayor here. I'm just hoping that the system changes because it's exhausting to see so many people die because they can't afford bail. Yeah, that's a really good one right there. How about you, AK? I think Carly's is the most impactful. I genuinely do hope that we start on the path for that. Uh, Mine is a little simpler. Uh, Last year, I've gone to a lot of birthdays where a lot of people were like, having Airbnbs uh, around the Montrose area and around the Heights and stuff like that. And it's just so always so nice to spend a couple of days in that pocket where the city is kind of, if you squint really hard, is walkable. Mm-hmm. And like, I just wish that like, as we start a new year, we start to actually think about how we can use the sprawl to make it m- more than just cars to think about our bus systems, our bikers, our people who want to walk. I mean, there's so many stats that we have about people just leaving their homes in the suburbs, like older people leaving their homes in the suburbs and going to rent apartments in downtown and those places just so they could walk around and just providing that service would be amazing. Um, I can never forget that Houston is always commended for not having zoning laws. We always forget that we have those pesky little parking laws. And if we can just figure them out, I think Houston can grow tremendously. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of efforts being made to connect multiple parts of downtown, multiple parts of different parks to make it a little bit more walkable, a little bit more connected, and you can ride your bike or whatever, right? So that is a really good one. For me, for Houston, and I think the region as a whole, 
I think we have to become a little bit more economically inclusive. One of the great things about the city is that we could all afford to live here. And that is slowly but surely leaving, right? And it's so hard to buy a house and to live that quote unquote American dream, right? Where you have a job and you can afford a house and you can afford things around here. And I know this is more of a big picture and look, national policies also impact this as well. But I think one of the charming things about Houston is that it's economically inclusive. And I hope that our local government, whether it be in Houston and surrounding areas, they make an effort to keep it more inclusive. Yeah, yeah. I hope I so that. too. Because yeah, life is getting a little too expensive, y'all. <laughs> uh-huh. And our generation, Carly, is yeah. uh, it's looking harder and harder to get one of them houses. Exactly. And it's like I'm a single person and I just have to take care of myself. So like if it's already starting to get hard for me, Lord, I don't know how people with <laughs> children, wives, husbands, like, oh my God, I'm it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And I hope it's not as crazy. And I hope it's something we do start addressing now before it gets really out of hand in the next couple of years. Mm So yeah, those are our goals for Houston. Now let's get into some fun stuff. All right. We have a lot to do this month. We have a lot of days to do it in. So the first thing I want to start with Carly is what's one thing you have to do this month? Okay. So in 2023, I had started my workout journey. I was like losing weight. I lost about like 15 pounds and I was excited and proud of myself. But then the holidays hit like November, December. And, you know, we, mm-hmm. we, I kind of folded, you know, I went back downhill. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't gain all the weight back, but since it's the new year, you know, new year, new me, I want to start out working out again. And I want to try to get outside and like into other places like facilities to actually work out. Cause typically I do it at home. So my friends have been doing Pilates classes a lot more often, which I hear are kind of hard. So they are. I don't want to go jump into the ones that they're doing. I want to try to find some beginner classes. So I've been looking up some stuff online and I found a few classes. I'll link it in the description. Um, but yes, I found some classes that are more beginner friendly and I want to try them out. So I found this place called Boost Pilates, and it's an open level Pilates class uh, focused on developing proficiency and understanding the mechanics of Pilates. That's what the definition is whenever you Google it. So um, this place is a total body workout, and I need that. I want to work out every single area of my body. And the great thing about this is, is that they have a package where you can do four classes for $40. It's valid for like your first two weeks. So you can start off slow and kind of figure out if this is something that you actually want to continue or not. And I think that's the perfect thing for the new year because, you know, a lot of people start things off in the new year and then don't finish them out. So this is like a good class to like kind of get you in the swing of things if you want to try something new. And that's exactly where I am right now. So, Carly, I have a funny Pilates story here. I go to the gym a lot. I love working out. I love lifting weights, Mm -hmm. cross training, all that stuff. Right. And I consider myself to be in really good shape. So I went to a Pilates class once and they had that reformer machine there. And that's the one where you're pulling your body weight up and you're holding it and all Mm -hmm. that. And girl, let me tell you, after like 30 minutes, (laughs) my whole body was shaking. And I was like, oh, I'm going to dominate Pilates. This is easy. And I just saw soccer moms like holding these poses on the reformer for like a couple of minutes. I'm like 15 seconds in and I'm shaking and sweating and it was a mess. Pilates is so good for you. And it it's like yoga meets strength training, meets stretching, meets fun, uh, hard poses. Mm-hmm. So like I, I like it. I'm I'm a fan of it. 
I would never go back to that reformer machine, but I will try like other ones. <laughs> you got to spread yourself out. Yeah. My friends have been yeah. telling me that it's like really hard, but it really like helps you see some changes quickly. So yeah, yeah. It, it's great. <laughs> AK, how about you? For mine, I'm going to cheat a little bit. It's one that was around in December, but I didn't get the chance to go to because I've been planning a wedding for so long. So now I get my opportunity to do it this month. Uh, the Rink out in Discovery Green. I've always loved The Rink. It's almost like a tradition for me to at least go uh, for a weekend or maybe sometime after work every beginning of the year because it reminds me of those movies I grew up with uh, around Christmas time and around the New Year's when like you fall in love on the ice <laughs> rink. Uh, and this one is fantastic. I think they... Like, they really did a good job dealing with how Houston can be very, very, very all over the place with its weather. Mm -hmm. And I think they've done a really great job in maintaining it and keeping it up. And its hours are perfect. On weekdays, it all starts after 5. It goes till 10 p.m. On Fridays, it goes till 11 p.m. Saturday and Sunday, it starts at 11 a.m. On Saturdays, it ends at 11 p.m. And on Sundays, it ends at 8 p.m. It's a great time. It is going on all through January until March. I believe it is until March 19th. And it's a fantastic time. I think it's a real joyful experience. It plucks you out of how you conceptualize Houston in mm -hmm. your mind and what it is. It just puts you in like a different place. Mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful part about Houston. Sometimes you could just go to these places and you could just like exist in a different space completely than what you're used to. Yeah, it's so nice to look up and you see all the buildings lit up at night and it just looks so cool and it's yeah. fun. It's easy to get to. That's a fun one. The rink mm -hmm. at Discovery Green is nice. Okay, mine is combining both of y'all's things like working out and the cold. And for me in January, I have to do ice baths or cold plunges, okay? Ooh. And there's not a specific place you can do this, but I recommend going to a swimming pool. You can even just turn your water to cold before you start a shower and it will give you a jolt of energy and a mental reset that you will appreciate for the rest of the day. Now, mm. I also do cryo chambers. So you can find plenty of places around wherever you live. You can go do cryo chambers. And that's when you step into this little chamber that will drop the temperature below 100 degrees sometimes. And mm. it is quick. It's two minutes to three minutes. And your body just gets this chill. And it's like drinking five energy drinks for me. So to me in January, I have to do something cold to like give that reset. I know it's crazy, but it's awesome. Rahil, my whole body clenched up. <laughs> my whole I, I need a blanket right now. As you were describing it, I'm like, I, I need to bundle up. Literally. This is, uh, <laughs> but look, Carly, after your Pilates class, you're sore the next day and you just can't even walk because you're so tired. That cold plunge will start that recovery for you and you are good to go. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Like whenever you were talking, I was like, I'm discovering that Rahil is a little crazy. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm finding out. <laughs> but okay, we'll see. We'll see about it. I don't know. Cold plunges and reformer Pilates. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Let's go to the arts, all right? We're going to balance all of this working out and cold plunges with some sophisticated arts or music, all right? Carly, what do you want to do this month? If you know me, 
You know that I love a fun, like interactive, creative experience. And there's a place that just came to Houston in December and they are bringing that 2000s nostalgic vibe. Now, let me explain this. If you ever watched Nickelodeon during the early 2000s, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say getting slimed. You can get slimed at this place called Slumu Institute that is in Houston. What? Yes, yes. So back in 2000, Nickelodeon used to always have these award shows or it would also be like game shows where randomly people would just get a bucket of slime, like just pour it on them. And I don't know, like just as a kid, I always wanted that to happen. I don't know why. It just looked fun. So they have this opportunity now at Slumu Institute And it's fun for everyone. It's not just like, you know, kid friendly. It's also adult friendly. You can go in there and spend some time with your family, make slime. There's different feels to it, different smells, different colors that you can add to it. You can have like a slime ball fight. You can just do so many interactive experiences here that just seem so cool. And the concept was designed in alignment with real psychologists. So this is a great way to kind of like transport your mind into a calmer space. And it's a great way just to have fun with your family and friends. And I'm super excited about it and super excited to try it out this month. That's fun. I, I want to go get slimed. I'll be honest right? with you. That is a childhood <laughs> dream. I want to I get yeah, slimed. Yeah, we all grew up on the Nickelodeon Awards. Exactly. You yes. get slimed once. Oh my gosh. And then you would get the blimpy, right? Yes. That would be an award. You yes. get that orange blimp. Yes. That's so cool. Isn't that crazy? We're three different age ranges and we all know the blimpy, the, the slime, slime and all that stuff. It just shows you how impactful Nick was mm-hmm. yep. uh, for so many childhoods. Um, AK, how about you? What do you want to do something that's arts or music related this month? Okay, so I have uh, a couple. Y'all know that the arts have my heart and soul. Uh, But I was thinking since we're starting the new year, I think instead of going too deep, too hipster with it too quickly, I want to go with the big theaters that we have in Houston and specifically the Alley Theater. I think that they're doing a really cool thing. Uh, later this month on January 19th till February 11th. It is called Pictures from Home. And it's this really intimate and kind of funny play about someone trying to explore the idea of who gets to tell stories through the pictures and the home video that we've all developed throughout our lives, of our parents, of our siblings, of our family life. Who gets to chronicle that nostalgia? We all have nostalgia for big, massive things that are cultural events, but who gets to really hold like the lore book, essentially, about our own families when we look back? And how reliable are those memories? Mm. Were there things that we choose to forget because they're too harsh when we look at a specific picture where everyone is smiling. I just think it's a it's a good way to start the new year by looking back mm-hmm. and trying to remember how we got here. Sorry to get a little sentimental <laughs> and hokey, but I just love plays like that. A lot of times I do think that like retrospection is like a big part of how millennials are growing up is looking back at how we have grown up, what we have had to deal with, Mm -hmm. and kind of reconciling with those ideas. And the second one I would like to recommend is a little more snootier, I guess. It's a little more highbrow. I don't know how to describe (laughs) it. But the Houston Grand Opera is something that I usually champion, even though I I do understand why people think the opera can be elitist. But they are going to have Richard Wagner's 
Parsifal. Uh, this was Richard Wagner's last opera that he wrote. You know, when an artist is reaching the end of their life and they look back and they're telling these weird meta narratives about their style of storytelling in these like fantastical places where the world changes and evolves around you as you move. Parsifal is kind of one of those stories and the music is beautiful. It's experimental. It's gorgeous. It is one of those things where like Wagner fans really will fly around the world to catch a performance of this. And so I just recommend it. If you have the opportunity to do it, it is going to be from January 19th to February 4th. So you have time to kind of plan it out, maybe ask your friends, call them. If they want to do a big show, you can split the price for it. The Houston Grand Opera is really about inclusivity and opening it up. So they do like uh, exclusive packages. They do specific things. Mm. You can go on their website and you can kind of mix and match however you want to for the for the shows you want to watch. So I definitely, definitely 100% recommend it. Those are really good picks right there, AK. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to go a little bit more mainstream here and with the final college football playoff championship game here in the city of Houston this weekend. They have a bunch of free concerts that families can attend and you can take full advantage of this, whether it be Friday night, you're going to go to Kids Bop or Saturday, you got Jack Harlow and Lotto or Sunday, if you want to get a little bit more country, you've got John Pardee, Jake Owen and Megan Maroney. So that's going to be a lot of fun. You can get these free tickets right now. I've dropped the link in there. It's so much fun to go and celebrate big events in the city. So I highly recommend these concerts. I'm going to try to go check out the Kids Bops night with my girls because they love it. And you know what? When you're a parent, you love Kids Bops too because that's all you (laughs) listen to. Okay. All of this music, the arts and all working out has got me hungry. All right. And I know most people are eating healthy. I'm going to start this one off. I want to try Detroit style pizza this month. And I've been hearing so many good things about gold tooth Tony's. Mm. Everyone is raving about it. And I just need to try these deliciously cheesy pan pizzas, which are made in old car pans. That's what they like. They used to hold supplies in there. That's how Detroit pizza got its start. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to try this place. Everyone's talking about it. I need something really greasy to start the month off. I know it makes no sense, y'all, when I'm doing cold plunges on one side <laughs> and then eating unhealthy foods on hey, the other. Hey, but I love a Detroit pizza. Pizarro's yeah. also has a great Detroit pizza. I love their Detroit pizza. It's very good. I'm going to try that one out too. What about you, Carly? What do you want to eat this month? Okay, so for me, new year, new restaurant. I want to try some new stuff that came to Houston in the past year or so. So there's a place called Honey Hole, which is like in the Galleria area, Post Oak area. And it is like an all day brunch spot. It's kind of classy, very pretty inside. I think they play some music while you're eating, but you still are able to like, you know, chat with your friends, sit down and enjoy a nice vibe, which is right up my alley. I love good food, a good drink, and to be able to like converse with my friends while I'm there. So this is a place that I've been wanting to try like all of 2023. So this month I'm making it a plan to actually go and try out Honey Hole. There you go. Let's all go together, Carl. Let's do I've it. I've always wanted to go to Honey Hole. You know, I'm always yeah, down for that a, sounds date, good. a team date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do yes. it. How about you, AK? What are you craving this month or recommending? So it seems like my strategy for January is to just go for all of my comforts, uh, to go for the things that I'm comfortable <laughs> with. I guess I'm not a new year, new me type of person. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with my recommendation for Ostia. January isn't just cold, it's also rainy. And Asia has this like really nice, like 
shaded area that's kind of outside. They call it the garden. Uh, it has like panels on the outside that holds you from nature. So you get to just kind of watch it without it hitting you in the face. They have a hint of American cuisine fusion in there with their Italian. It's really good. It's very nice. It's a very light meal. Uh, if you want something light for the evening before you're going to a show or something like that. Um, yeah, Aussie is just a vibe. Like okay. the, the whole thing is just really a vibe. Uh, so yeah, that's my big food recommendation. If you want a vibe. Mm, that sounds good. I think we have to do both uh, both Honey Hole and that mm -hmm. now because yeah. the, uh, everything sounds so good. And we need to eat, all right? We have to eat big in January. We have to bulk. That's what we're doing, actually. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're bulking for that spring break cut. That, that's what it is. That's what yeah. it is. All right. Finally, I want to explore some neighborhoods or maybe you want to check out something in a neighborhood that you've heard about and you finally are like, okay, I'm going to do it to start the year. AK, where are you heading? So January is my museum district time. I'm not a cold person. I like to be indoors and museums are a nice place to still do your walking while also being indoors. Uh, I'm going to make it film related though. If you have kids, Rahil, I think I made this recommendation specifically for you. Mm -hmm. uh, MFAH on January 4th is going to have a program called Kid Flicks. They've already had it in December, but they're going to rerun it on January 4th. It is, Kidflix is going to be split into two parts at the same day. The first part is for kids ages five to 10, and Kidflix 2 is designed for ages eight and up. And it's a bunch of movies, short films uh, that are designed for children specifically. Mm. They come from the Children's Festival out in Austin, I believe. And they are all these young artists who are making these new animation films, live action movies, claymation, stop motion films that are designed to educate and light and make children just really happy. So if you have kids, I think I'm taking my nephews to them because uh, they are they need some culture in their life, I think. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to take your kids, your nephews, your nieces somewhere, I definitely recommend one, the museum district. I think the Children's Museum does a lot of fantastic things during the beginning of the year. And then hit up MFAH Films for some kids' flicks. That sounds like a fun way to spend some time with your kids and also for them to be inspired to maybe create some stuff as well. And mm. you can kind of see what inspires them. So that's a really good pick right there. Carly, how about you? Okay, so mine isn't necessarily like just a single neighborhood, but something that I think has to be done in January is going to the MLK parades that uh, take place like January 15th in Houston. Yes. So usually everybody's off anyway. So I think it's a great opportunity to get out and kind of go march the streets of Houston. It starts in Midtown and then they work their way down to different areas of the city while marching and doing this amazing parade. So this is something that I really want to see and be a part of. Um, I think that January is the perfect month to kind of just get out, feel the community, be around the community and see you know, like the history that kind of got us here today. That's awesome. Yeah. To be amongst everyone, to feel that sense of unity and community and to reiterate that at the parade. That's a good one right there. Mm -hmm. All right. 
it is so much fun to check out the art scene here in the city of Houston. I know we've talked about the arts already, but I've always wanted to check out the first Saturday arts market in the Heights, and I've never gone. So this month, I'm going to go. So not only is it the first Saturday of the month, it is the first Saturday of the year. So it's going to be pretty epic. And it's yeah. a great way to support local artists and just check out what everybody's been working on. And you're already in the Heights then. You get to check out the Heights and go to a lot of good restaurants or places so you can turn it into a fun morning as well. So I'm recommending the first Saturday arts market in the Heights. Mm, yeah, that sounds nice. I love it. I love, I love it. Yeah. All right. AK, Carly, that was so much fun. We have a lot of things to do. It's going to be a busy January here for us. We're not going to just be sitting inside in the cold. All right. We have to be out and about now. I appreciate y'all giving these great recommendations. And here's to a big 2024. Yeah, we won't hey, be sitting inside. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get outside and have some fun, y'all. Happy New Year. Or stay inside and just do some walking indoors. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of the cold. And a cold plunge. Okay. <laughs> 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 that was Carleon Jones and AK Al Bowman. Send us your recommendations for the month with the phone number or email in our show notes. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. Um, in alignment with psych, uh, I cannot talk today. Okay.